Sometimes the complete and utter hatred of outsiders is justified. We watched Attack on Titan and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host, producer at Weave of All Trades and Potato Girl, PJ. And me, brilliant strategist, cult escapee, Skylar. And joining us today as always is our dear friend and resident of Wall Rose, who's about to have a very bad day, Lauren. Hi, I am the person who, when it comes to fight or flight, I'm the secret third option, and I just freeze. The worst option. The worst the one. The literal worst option. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> the worst uh, option. <laughs> Usually, I'm the worst option. So, cl- <laughs> so clearly, you won't be doing any attacking, not like these characters, as we continue through Fantasy Month with Attack on Titan. So, Lauren, that name alone, again, as I've said all Fantasy Month, very descriptive, but could mean a million different things. Tell me, what do you think, based on the name, Attack on Titan will be about? So, I am basing my prediction off of um, some Greek mythology, because that's where I know Titans from myself. So, I'm thinking that Titan is like a place where all the Titans live, you know, because that that made sense to me. And um, I'm saying that the gods are attacking the Titans because in Greek mythology, they did not get along. And so I think this is going to be fighting between gods and Titans. They did not. You are correct. <laughs> there you go. History. Mythology. Boom. Next. <laughs> Damn. All right. Honestly, Next episode. Let's go. Anime Next like anime. Next anime. Next anime. I mean, you could watch that. I heard very mid anime Blood of Zeus. It probably touches on some of these concepts. Honestly, uh, see, her prediction reminded me of Knights of the Zodiac a little bit. It just reminded me of God of War. I just want to go play God of War now. God of War. That's the theme song. I just gave it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, we have like this mythical battle are so are we going to be following one of the gods or one of the titans we're following the titans we're going to be rooting for the titans in this one because we know a lot about greek gods but the titans are kind of like here we we started with the titans and then we put them aside and then they come back later to fight the gods so this time we're going to be with the titans and we're going to be rooting for them do you have like a specific titan that you think we're going to follow or do you not know enough about the titans to like pick one out well i, I remember mean, like, the titans yeah <laughs> and that's our that's our episode this week folks tune in have next a good time. one <laughs> i hope your way is it a kawaii disappointment <laughs> no i mean i guess it would be kind of like a, a prometheus situation where he didn't really do anything wrong he was just going against what his his superiors had told him he's like but that's not right i don't agree with that and he did his own thing and then got punished for eternity so was prometheus, prometheus a titan yeah, yeah prometheus is one of the titans okay clearly you don't remember the I was titans say, that one i did not remember <laughs> wow i just couldn't remember if he was a titan or not he yeah he was a titan was. and god of fire he it was a lot of things yeah. they, Greek mythology they, gets the, the, the lines were you know much uh to quote robin thick the the lines were blurred oh not robin thick <laughs> not in our christian not home no! <laughs> <laughs> not in my christian anime podcast <laughs> Okay, okay, so we follow Prometheus yeah. uh, as he try to le- tries to lead the Titans on a, on a war against the gods Boom! to reclaim their throne. Now, Woo-hoo. when you saw the poster, were you like, yep, that's my boy Prometheus right there? I Yeah, I guess so. I was like, that's clearly a, a Titan. And then the person coming over the wall there is a god, a terrifying <laughs> god. I feel like this is such a stretch, considering that the Titans are canonically insanely bigger than the gods well you know gods have magical powers they can gods are human sized <laughs> they could be they could well, also PJ, be like... the reincarnation of gods there you go yeah i don't know Listen, now, you don't have to stick with your original prediction i do want to put it, that Lord. out to you stick as a person it. like you could like <laughs> give it some like thought you know how dare you that's disrespectful in my notes i put i am 100 percent right 
damn, look how good I've gotten at this prediction thing. That's exactly <laughs> word for word what I put in my notes. So you know what? No, I'm sticking to it. How dare you? Just how dare you? You know what? I, what? I, I'm sorry. Uh, much like our editing program, I have the audacity to have questioned you. <laughs> So you know what your your prediction game is going strong. Uh, so are Thank we anticipating you. that this tiny tiny person is Prometheus? Uh, yeah, because he was my my Titan of choice. So um, are we just saying that he's is Titan size? Just looks so small compared to, to the this, this god. skin god. This god. This who is skin the and skin god? god? Who is the <laughs> skin god? <laughs> Who's the skin god in the Greek pantheon. I was going to say Zeus. Yeah, actually, because Zeus is Everyone knows Zeus is just a a system of musculature. Zeus is literally everything, PJ. I know, I know. He probably just found one of those fucking science class demonstrations of musculature and turned into one of fuck it. Just exactly. So he's like, oh. That's all Zeus ever does. That's that's his MO. slander we've had on this podcast is honestly a lot and I support it. I was going to say, We all go into our classroom and our like our diagram is pregnant because of exactly him. exactly yes, he's a problem zeus. it's always zeus god he's the worst so yeah no this is defo zeus coming to wreck these titans and that's our boy prometheus here front and center and this poor little town that's In very on village. fire In this poor little ti- giant titan town this yeah. poor little giant titan town. Look, they've been imprisoned, clearly, because it's a wall that's surrounding the city. And the gods are like, haha, just kidding. Now you can't live anymore. And the titans are like, fuck you, gods. And they're going to fight. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. You made us live here. <laughs> fuck you. Lauren just gets smited right now. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Let's go. Loaded. Let's do it. All right. Well, I'm so excited to watch this uh, this battle for supremacy. Ooh, the ooh. old gods and the new, newer old uh, titans <laughs> versus the Greek pantheon. Let's go. Let's, Let's see the attack go. on oh. Titan by watching episodes one and two of Attack on Titan. Woo-hoo. So we're going to do that and we'll be right back. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. We had Lauren watch episodes one and two of Attack on Titan. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? Holy shit. This is very bleak. And I just <laughs> want to go back to Bochi. Could we Could we just do <laughs> Ranking of Kings part two? You don't. You can't. You're already caught up. <laughs> yeah, so we could talk about it more. This was so, oh my Ooh, God. This new mini-sode. Insane. Well, look, fantasy comes in a lot of different packages, but mm-hmm. dark is one of the many, was many of them. It is. No, I mean, I know because fantasy and sci-fi, right, they can be allegories for what's going on in the real world without actually being in the real world. So like, I get it. But damn, this was this was so rough. Nothing to be said about how inaccurate your prediction was. Oh, I was, <laughs> as soon as they were like, oh, the Titans are attacking, I went, ah, so I'm not good at predictions. <laughs> but you're telling me. <laughs> but let's talk about Attack on Titan a little bit. Let's go through some quick housekeeping before we get into the meat of this episode. Uh, before my, uh, Titan takes a big old bite of this episode. Oh! So Attack on Titan uh, in Japan, known as Shingeki no Kyojin, which translates to the Advancing Giants, but is called Attack on Titan. It's based on the manga by Hajime Isayama, which ran in Basatsu Shonen Magazine from September 2009 to April 2021 for 34 total volumes. There are four novels based on Attack on Titan, Before the Fall, Harsh Mistress of the City, Lost Girls and Garrison Girl, five manga spinoffs, an adaptation of Before the Fall, an adaptation of Lost Girls, a Levi prequel titled No Regrets, a chibi parody titled Attack on Titan Junior High, (laughs) and a full spoof titled Spoof on Titan. Oh my god. Okay, I hope you included those in the context clips. Well, so these are all actually manga spinoffs. Attack on Titan Junior High does have an anime adaptation. (laughs) So um, that does exist. It is obviously a much less bleak uh, look at this world. Yeah. Now to the anime that we watched. It was originally directed by Tetsuro Araki and done by Wit Studio for MBS for the first 59 episodes before being taken over by Yuichiro Hayashi and Studio MAPPA from episode 60 onward on NHK. The series began airing in April of 2013 and is still ongoing with, by the time this episode releases, only one episode left. Whoa! Oh, man! (laughs) When this episode releases, there will only be the finale episode left to air. 
Oh, oh my God. that's incredible. Which will round us out to 87 episodes and eight OVAs. One Oof. based on Lost Girls and one based on No Regrets. The others just being generic OVAs for the show. In addition to all of that, there have been two live action films, which do have names, but they're typically known as Attack on Titan Part 1 and Part 2, which released July 2015 and September 2015, respectfully, both directed by Shinji Higuchi. A live action miniseries titled Counter Rocks ran for three episodes in Japan, which served as a spin-off to the films. There have also been 12 video games, along with AOT representation in several other video games, two of official guidebooks, an official crossover with Marvel Comics titled Attack on Avengers, and finally, Universal Studios Japan has a fully themed Attack on Titan area, along with a VR thrill ride. Oh, man, I'd be so stressed. Yeah, didn't it replace the Sailor Moon one? Well, Universal Cool Japan has a lot of different themes that kind of come in and out. I do think they, it might have replaced a Sailor Moon thing, but I know they've introduced the Sailor Moon thing since then. Okay. But some of their stuff is just seasonal, so I can't necessarily fully speak to it until we eventually do our Kawhi Disappointment trip to Universal Cool Japan. Lauren, it was so funny. I saw a TikTok of uh, the Attack on Titan like queue mm-hmm. for uh, Universal. Yeah. And literally was like, who thought this was a good idea? Because it's like a bunch of the little soldiers dead everywhere. Oh, <laughs> me? Yeah. And I mean, they have like a like a two scale, not fully, fully two scale, but like giant Titans fighting oh, like little statues that you could pose with. I'm a so huge, stressed. It's pretty sick. No, thank you. Oh, God. And also, Lord, yeah, I mean, your Avengers have fought these Titans before. My Avengers? My Christian Avengers. I'm kidding. Your Christian <laughs> my Avengers. Good oh my Christian God. Avengers. No, no, no. They're With not. My look- good neighborhood Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> my friendly neighborhood Titans. Oh, I. Oh, there you go. That's just been off. With that, let's TM. jump into episode one and two real quick. For over a century, humans have been living in settlements surrounded by three 50 meter gigantic walls Wall Maria, Wall Rose, and Wall Cinna, which prevent the Titans, giant humanoid creatures who eat humans, from entering. Eren Yeager of the town called Shiganshina District wishes to see the outside world by joining the scout regiment as he likens living in the cities to livestock despite this his friend mikasa ackerman and their mother carla jaeger are against him joining the scouts even after seeing the scouts return home with large casualties aaron expresses his interest to join which impresses his father grisha jaeger who promised to show him what lies in the basement once he returns. After Aaron and Mikasa rescue their friend Armin Ardler from a group of delinquents, the colossal titan, a 60-meter titan, suddenly appears and knocks down the gate to the Shiganshina district, which lies in the outer edge of Walmaria, allowing smaller titans to enter. As the town erupts into mass panic, Aaron and Mikasa run back to their house, only to see Carla pinned under their collapsed house. As a smiling titan approaches them, Carla begs them to flee, but they refuse until a city guard, Hans, arrives and assures them that he will defend them. However, as he charges towards the titan, he is overcome with fear and takes Aaron and Mikasa away. Aaron watches in horror as a smiling titan eats Carla. Hans apologizes to Aaron for not saving his mother, admitting he was afraid of the smiling titan and that both Aaron and Mikasa are still weak children. Some of the townsfolk of the Shiganshina district escaped to the inner wall Maria while the soldiers trying to hold off the titan. The soldiers try to close the gate, but the armored titan ramps the gate, breaching the inner wall Maria and causing those inside to retreat even further inside wall Rose. Sometime later, Aaron has a strange dream in which his grieving father forcefully gives him an injection and his key before being awoken up by Mikasa. Aaron grows disgusted with the people of wall Rose as the latter do not like sharing their food or homes with the refugees. During the next year, as a food shortage becomes apparent, the government orders the refugees to either work on the farms or fight to reclaim Walmaria. About 250,000 people, 20% of the populace, choose to fight, only to be wiped out by the Titan. Aaron vows revenge and joins the army along with Mikasa and Armin, and that's episodes one and two of Attack on Titan. Oh, God. So, really quick. <laughs> okay. I have to say, because I was watching it, uh, the dub, so I could, like, multitask and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they call Wall Maria, Wall Maria. I, and I was, what? Yeah. And then they call uh, Mikasa, Mikasa. I think that's some dub bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, huh. I do I, think Mikasa huh. is probably maybe a more Acceptable. Uh, accurate translation. I don't know. I've always called her Mikasa. Well, I just listened to the Google Translate or like pronunciation and it said Mikasa, like, like, yeah, Mikasa. Mikasa so, is Sukasa. Mikasa, well. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. No, no, no. Live in that. That's why. No, no, we can move on, please. <laughs> but Maria, that's. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I call it Walmaria, or, but maybe Maria makes more sense. I mean, overall, like the. 
the area is very clearly like German. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. it would make sense that in a European area, it would have like a Spanish name, but maybe it was pronounced differently just because of like the pr- the rows of time, like like the the kind of way the time works with language. Because mm. I mean, this is clearly, I mean, at this point, the only nation we know of. Correct. Right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, as far as this the the lore has let us know, like there is nothing beyond this. this. Like nope. the rest of the world is just titans. Gone. Yep, they're all titans just wandering around being gross. Yeah, what did you think of the titans, Lord? I hated them so much. I I would like to officially go on record and apologize to Ryuk <laughs> for thinking he was ugly. <laughs> because I was gonna say, God, is this a Ryuk redemption? This arc? is a Ryuk redemption arc. They are I am so sorry, sir. So gross. They are yeah. disgusting. Disgusting. I kept sh- like just shuddering every time they were on screen. And to be clear, I think what makes them so gross is that like uncanny valley thing where they're so close to being humanistic, but just not. They're not. Yeah, humanoids yeah. are scary. They're f- oh god. Ugh. No, thank you. Okay, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, no. A smiling was- Titan. <sighs> very, yeah. Ugh. The muscle one, too, was just... The Colossal Titan. The Colossal Titan. Oh, my God. And there were just so many of them. There were so many of them. This is so bleak. You very quickly... I mean, the storytelling, don't get me wrong, is amazing because you quickly realize how hopeless the situation is and just these humans are fighting a losing battle against these huge monsters Ugh, yeah yeah it's a very grim situation that they're in and obviously that's kind of where you get you understand Aaron just very much hating the titans he's a very hateful person for very justifiable reasons yeah he is also annoying oh he's a whiny little bitch there is but... a i was watching this video that i might put in the context i don't know mm. but part of the clips it's just like a montage of him growing up but like it's just one long monologue about how much he hates titans, titans. until it hits like <laughs> the point where they're about to join the army and armin's like we get it <laughs> stop <laughs> this is literally all you talk about all the time I we like all hate like... them too <laughs> Despite how fucking annoying Aaron is, Mikasa's like, that's my man. Oh, yeah. Mikasa's the biggest Aaron sim. Like, Like, forever. Like, as someone who is who is like pretty up on the show like it never stops homegirl homegirl will Loves carry him. a torch for this man whether Forever. she should or not yeah yeah and she's so cool god she's amazing you don't even fucking know lauren oh i know i've only you don't seen even them know as like skylar you oh oh this okay, hot tea first of all so yes pj brings something up Interesting. How long has Attack on Titan be a, been out? A while. A long time. Yeah. PJ already said the debut time in his whole little bit. I have put it off just because it was something I knew it was going to like, but I just like, it didn't feel right. Like the vibe just didn't feel there yet. You know, mm-hmm. wasn't mm-hmm. ready for it. I started watching it the day before yesterday. I'm already like beginning of season two. Good for you. And I thought it was gonna be like, oh yeah, like what? 16 episodes? No, each season's like 25 episodes. So (laughs) PJ, I know at least everything about season one. Wow. You know, one quarter of the show. That's more than I know. But And she's insane in it. She's great. She's amazing. She's so cool. And Aaron's so whiny. I mean, I get it. He's a teenage boy and like he's. Got a lot of anger issues, but God, calm down. I yes, but also like he literally watched his mother get eaten. Oh no, no, he no. was like this before. No, he wasn't, PJ. He was he was annoying before. Yeah, he was, but also he does live in a world literally terrorized by these monsters. I totally, totally get that. But I mean, you the whole video of him growing up having one continuous monologue of how much he hates Titans. It's like, OK, everyone, everyone hates them. It's everyone true. Hates it's not them. like he needs to like be like, you guys, you don't get it. He's These not Goblin Slayer over suck. here being like, hey, this is a problem no one's dealing with. It's like, no, we're all dealing with this shit, bro. What the fuck? Um, do you high philosophical debate time? Do you blame Hans? I like did in the moment and then I continued watching the series. I was like, I, I don't either. Have I don't we either all have to have some self-preservation. Yeah, I because I mean, watching it myself for the first time, I was like, oh, the Titans are 
awful, but they're this far away distant thing. And then they broke into the town and I saw them and I was like, I I would also run. I don't care how much training I've been put through. I would also run. So I, I totally get where he's coming from. Was it the right thing? I don't, he saved the kids. I was so, going to say, I mean, because if he had gotten taken out, then like that's five people dead. Yeah, because then- it, No, the, four people dead. The Sorry, kids would have been dead. dead. The mom, I'm- Sad to say, she was a goner. She was she a goner. Had, she she had was a goner the second she put her hair on a side ponytail. There you go. That's it. As soon as she did that, the universe was like, okay, bet. So yeah. Oh, right now on Animal Crossing, Oh, um, yeah. my island. No side ponytails? My character does have a side ponytail. <gasps> and she is wearing uh, Attack and Titan cosplay. And my island tune is the OP for Attack and Titan. You so, let's are... See. Asking for the Titans to come and decimate <laughs> your island. <laughs> I'm a little suicidal maniac like our main protagonist, Aaron Yeager. Ooh, yikes. What do you think, Peach? Did you, do you blame the, the guard, Hans? No, but I know a lot of people do. Oh. Uh-oh. I mean, I, I get why I personally don't don't blame him at all. I mean, okay. Because at the end of the day, I would say, you know what? He would to go do it, assess the situation, decided that he would not be powerful enough, and then, you know, made the right call. I think it, I think that he it was much more fear-based than, you know, looking at this, realizing this is a lost cause. I think it was, oh, God, I don't know what I'm doing. At least I can get the kids out of here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, that was part of the the very beginning of the episode, right? Where they were talking about how the guards were these like macho men who pretended to be all like strong and stuff. And then the second these Titans come in, they actually don't know what they're doing because they're not like the scouting groups, right? They haven't had practical experience necessarily with these Titans. Yeah. So the second they come in, these men who were like bullying everyone and like the big hotshots all of a sudden don't know what they're doing and they're so yeah, they out of don't their know depth. what to do. Mm-hmm. Ugh, this is, is so bleak. Beautifully yeah. animated though. It was gorgeous. Except for the Titans. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think they're well designed. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, oh, they clearly yeah. serve their narrative purpose in their design. That's true. Yeah. I hated them for a lot of reasons and most of it was their looks. Sorry to say. You're literally judging a book by its cover. I am literally judging these Titans by their covers and or lack thereof because the Colossal Titan didn't have skin. So gross. I mean, <laughs> he has more of a cover than some of the Titans. I don't. Oh. There's like one that only has like half a face, but like, I mean, like it looks like a, like a, a head severed in half down the center. Oh, yeah. So you no. see like the like back part of bone and it's like, oh. that's, that's mm. less than the colossal. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> so don't, don't be cackling back over there. Um, is there, I mean, I know I didn't get very far because I'm only two episodes in. Is there like lore as to why well, these Titans yes. exist? I will okay. say, uh, yeah. I mean, just to put out there, because obviously like if we have listeners that have already seen Attack on Titan, Attack on Titan is considered one of the only true modern classics in anime. Mm. It's so much as like, there's a lot of great anime, but this is one of the few that has come out in the last few years that people are like, no, this is going to go down in history. It's like one of the greatest anime of all time. Wow. And part of that is like, it's very intense lore, history. Mm-hmm. And also just like it's phenomenal writing. It has some of the best writing in all of anime, some of the best twists, turds, like things you'll literally never see coming. It, like I could ask you to predict the rest of this season and you'd probably get it wrong. If I asked you to predict the rest of the series, you'd be even wronger. Like the amount oh. that this show grows and develops throughout its time is insane. And the lore is very deep and it can sometimes be a little controversial depending on who you ask. Oh, okay. But mm-hmm. I I also do think if you look deeper into the lore that controversy is a little unfounded i'll just put i'll just leave that there okay for that sure i'm intrigued but to say like yeah everything keeps growing everything keeps changing oh. i've been um just typing direct stream of consciousness <laughs> to pj like all my theories i was like i don't want a yes or no but i just want you to know what i'm thinking and it's wild because obviously and this is why i say that like you could guess you could try to guess and you'll be wrong Mm -hmm. because like even skylar who's like past season one is coming up with theories and i'm like wow you're like so few episodes away from having every one of these 
either answered or dashed in a way that everything else makes no sense anymore. <laughs> oh my god. This reminds me of uh, WandaVision when I had that crazy out-the-box theory and you were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I do remember your WandaVision theory. I don't remember what it was, but I do remember you telling to. me when we were, you know, when the midst of WandaVision, when everyone was yeah. theorizing over every every edge of it. I remember you gave me your theory and I literally was like, of all the fucking theories, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> you were very gracious. You were like, I guess we'll see. And then later when we found out what was actually going on, you texted me. You were like, yeah, I know your theory was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want because I was like, because, you know, I'm very much like someone who like loves to live in the theory space. Mm-hmm. So like I will like look to see what people are theorizing. I'll come up with my own theories. Sometimes I'll see someone come up with a theory like on TikTok or one of my friends and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What are you basing this on? Where? What do you mean? Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. No big news this week, just a big thank you as always for listening. If you're craving more quiet disappointment, head on over to our Patreon after this episode to listen to all of our bonus content. Later today, we will be releasing our dedicated March bonus episode, where this month we will be doing our first Kawaii Desu Film Club as we have Lauren experience the digital world of Bell, followed up next week with our March Kawaii Desu Wrap-Up where we answer questions submitted by you and talk about the best moments of the month. So if you're excited to hear what Lauren has to say about Mamoru Hosoda's latest musical epic, want to ask a question for next month's wrap-up, or are just excited to hear any of the other bonus content we have planned to come down the pipeline, or what we already have released, you can find us on Patreon by searching Kawaii Disappointment, or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons, starting off with our eternal Desu patrons, our $8 tier, the amazing Skullbosh and incomparable Alex J. They're not alone though, as we also have our amazing Super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Magical Girl Charlotte, Brad the Bard, Rebel in an Isekai, and Jellums. You're all pretty kawaii Desu in my book. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesuPod, or go to KawaiiDesuPod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. We will see you all again next week as we finish out Fantasy Month with Fairy Tale. Now, back to the podcast. back to kind of attack on Titan, like mm. it is hard to kind of see you know a lot of times we talk about like the three episode rule and how like ah oh, you know like we lose a lot by not going into that third episode this is like the first anime where i'm like i don't think the third episode would help i think the fifth episode would help a lot like oh this yeah. show is like not a slow burn at all clearly no no right but so much happens and like literally i remember the first time i was just anime and scott could probably speak to it i remember the first time i was just anime in season five and episode five happened i remember literally being more shocked than maybe I've ever been in a t- watching an t- anime or TV show period. Oh man. And then immediately in episode six being like, okay, this is a completely different show than I thought it was gonna be. Wow. Um, and because like I have waited so long, like I do know like a lot of uh theories and like what was gonna happen, but I still am very, very, very much in the dark with a lot of it. Cause I like That's good. still like wouldn't pay attention to Attack on Titan more, mm-hmm. you know, in case I did revisit it, you know. Mm-hmm. That's good because in this crazy world we live in, spoilers are just rampant. I mean, the so. spoilers have probably definitely been there for Skylar, but just not in a way that she's noticed. Right. I'm yeah, pretty sure exactly. I could show you a few things right now that, like, I could just literally put on the screen and you would not remotely guess what that meant for the show. I bet. <laughs> Um, but that said, like, obviously this show is very, in these two episodes, I, I mean, I think they're an immense, an immensely strong two episodes, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it sets up this very terrifying world that mm-hmm. these people live in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of like to a question we had a long time ago, was just like, what anime world would you want to live in? I do see those things posed a lot. And a lot of times people will answer anything but Attack on Titan. <laughs> You know. literally anything but yeah no this is i mean in the first in the second episode Ugh. they're basically like yeah fifty thousand people joined the army and all of them died <laughs> every single one of them yeah gone. just gone what and what is like really interesting about this show 
is that like obviously I can't trust liking anyone <laughs> because I'm probably just gonna lose them. Um, oh yeah. But they also show how like pointless death is and how like in an instant like you could like see these characters you know that you love and you build and you'd be like oh yeah they'd probably like die or anything or like oh no they they would never die because like there's too much build up in a different kind of way like you know when someone plot gets armor. set up to you're die. worried yeah you're 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 saying the plot armor doesn't exist in this show yeah i was literally they'll get like killed in the most like mundane like oh the the titan missed them uh but they hit a cliff and just like a rock came over and hit them in the head and now they're dead like it's Ugh. the most like pointless but real world like consequences i mean like, yeah i will say in this show i mean the death never stops a lot like, of the consistent death, death just never stops like at no point are you like all right That's all right it. we're finally past the wanton death part you know right yeah like it, it, you'll have episodes where you'll just see dozens hundreds of people just get wiped out and it's just Ugh. it's like not even a th- it's not even a thought you know Ugh. but that is the and reality like, of war i mean obviously like we're also like we have like the complications of talking about a subject like this as we're as we're we have a war raging you know in, in the world europe, right now yeah. where we are seeing you know thousands of people dying in the mm. war and a refugee crisis very re- very rapidly mounting in europe literally the largest refugee crisis since world war ii is happening right now mm-hmm. yeah and um the, you know it's very much mirrored here you know you look at a show like this and it was very clearly based on you know reality. older ideals and things mm-hmm. like world war ii but the realities never stop you know something to quote uh a, one of the most famous lines from the fallout video game series war never changes even if it's against these beastly monsters the war war still takes the same way mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a constant Oof. if you guys so okay so this is another philosophical question um if you did find yourself in a world like this where there are titans and there's only like so many people left would you fight no i would no i would absolutely not yeah i would try to make my way as far in as you can but that's reserved for the you know the wealthy wealthy. i mean i would tunnel like go down i would become a mole person you just find like a (laughs) dirt titan or some shit honestly there's gonna be something Ugh, yeah no i i wouldn't fight either we would definitely be considered the have-nots yes we would Um, we would be in We'd be right behind Wall Maria, and we'd be the first to go. Wall Maria. No. Oh, sorry, Wall Maria. Right, right. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. It would suck. There really is. Uh. There. I don't know, man. Sucks. It's a very bleak world, but again, strong two episodes to like really paint how bleak this world is, so that you can keep living in it moving forward. Like you're not like, oh wow, the horrors of war being slowly portrayed to me. It's literally like in episode one and two, you see the worst things happen and it, you know, it never lets up. It is a constant assault. It Uh, is a constant attack on Titan. On Titan. Ah, I see what you did there. Um, You know, the show could have also been about, um, uh, it it also could have been about assaulting um, the moon, one of the, what is it? What is it? Jupiter that has a moon called Titan? Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, Jupiter has oh, its yeah. moons based off of that. Would have been fun. Some but of the women. I feel like it would become it. a like colonization anime at that point. Hey. At that point, it's a it's a sci fi, and yeah. I'm you know not in fantasy mm-hmm. month. Not it wouldn't be here in fantasy month. We would be lis- listening to this in another month. <laughs> um. All right, but yeah, I mean, Attack. There's so much to talk about with Attack on Titan, but the ep- episode one and two are very tight. You know, it, it gives you. <laughs> Yeah. everything you need and i think we kind of like get this mm-hmm. so let's talk about some of the other stuff that happens in episode one and two notably sure. our intro and outro and the general music <gasps> of attack on titan so attack on titan a uh before we even talk about the intro and outro has an amazing score yes just consistently gorgeous you know throw and you know it is it is a fantasy epic it should have a powerful score so shout out to hiroyuki sawano for that amazing score huge shout out uh, amazing on attack on titan but obviously um as skylar has uh doo-dooed her way through many <laughs> times this episode and as i have over the last uh week or two after uh, you know starting to rewatch the show mm-hmm. uh, we have our intro and outro our intro song is uh Furotor fiel und bogen which is crimson bow and arrow 
by Linked Horizon. And yes, that intro is, that intro name is in uh, German. Yeah. Uh, So there is also. I mean, they all have German names. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them have German, very European names. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the architecture is very German, uh, too. I will say, like, there's uh, a, like, commonly accepted, like, Japanese name for the OP, um, uh, which is Guren no Yumiya. So you might have yeah. also heard it as Gura no Yumiya, but the official name of the OP is Furoter Fiel und Bogen. I learned. Tell me, what did you think of that intro? It was so intense and so perfect for this anime. You know exactly what you're getting yourself into. I love this like epic rock that's going on, and I love all the visuals that accompany it. It was, ugh, it was such a strong, strong OP. Yeah, it's a, it is a total banger of an OP. Mm. Honestly, it. Uh, you know, Attack on Titan has a few seasons, a few different OPs. This is maybe my favorite, maybe my second favorite. It's it's, oh, a, it's a toss up. What? Second yeah. favorite? Okay, Lauren. Oh. Lauren. Yes. Opening Skyler. three is very good. Yeah, <laughs> but we're not talking really about good. opening three. We're, we're talking not, yeah. about this yeah. one, and I think this one is a total banger. Oh it gets yeah, stuck it's in my head the most out of any of the OPs all the time for sure. Incredible, especially considering it has like you know the epic orchestral highs and the chorus, mm-hmm. and uh, while still being like this very like alt rock jam, like it's got so many moving pieces and the visuals of seeing just like endless, endless soldiers flying through the air in Against, the ner- like, one or in, two in three movements gear yeah and still like at no point feeling like is that enough you know it's never enough oh oh god this is so dark so you know i love flower symbology especially in anime yeah and uh the blue flowers we keep seeing in both like the anime but especially showcased here um Mm. they represent um the reach for something that's uh what is it oh the pursuit of something unreachable oh so woof yep well done flower team so good (laughs) (laughs) uh so let's talk about that outro too Mm. though so that outro is Utsukushiki Sankoku Nasekai, which translates to A Beautiful Cruel World by Yoko Hikasa. All right, Lauren, what did you think of that outro? I, similar to the OP, think it is absolutely perfect for this anime. I loved this song. I like that it starts out very calm and then builds to um, a like a beautiful rock ballad because I needed something. I really needed something to calm me down after everything I was seeing. Yeah, but, but it doesn't even, you know, it starts off with that lull, but, but it goes, then goes right yeah, back up, you know? It sure does. So I think it's perfect. The visuals, stunning. Oh my God. It was a beautiful ED. Yeah, I, I love it too. I think if it had just been soft, I might've been like, yeah, <laughs> you know, fit in. Do your Agreed. thing. Yeah. Uh, but I so, do I do like that it's almost like the, the song 
the way it's sung, the pacing, and the visuals are about kind of starting off innocent and lo- that loss of innocence. It being stripped away from you. Right. Yes, absolutely. Um, when I say I literally did not listen to the outro until today before this episode. Because you just uh, want to keep going. You just got to uh, power yeah, through. I literally you know? just you was like, anim- all right, don't have time for this. I've talked about this on podcasts before. But the reason, and I think this is a general, a, a pretty common thing, honestly, because there, I, I think a big reason why anime OPs get a lot of attention and anime EDs sometimes don't is because if an anime is good, you, you're you skipping that ED. You're moving straight mm. on to the next episode, you know, like, and I do that a lot. There's a lot of animes who, uh, honestly, we've talked about this, where I've gotten through to the end, like when I'm, we're doing the episode and I'm like, ah, that's what the ED for this anime sounds like. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, regardless, it's it's very good. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Um, all right, so then let's move on to our segment. What modern or contemporary artist do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? <clears throat> Lauren, tell me who you think would have done a good job with Crimson Bow and Arrow. Um, So I wanted to go for the really big sound. I wanted a choir. I wanted a vocal that kind of matched the... Um, the original as close as I could get. Um, I didn't have to look very hard for this one. I've known about this group since I was in high school. I used to listen to them a lot when I was younger. So um, I went with Globus, um, specifically their song, Take Me Away. Take me away. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Go to three minutes. Damn, the voice is like dead on. I don't even know if Skylar and I even need to go. I think you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Okay, PJ, oh I, I really like the vibes for my song. Do you like it more than this? <laughs> Do you like it more than Globus? Okay, so if I could took the voice of Globus and put it into I think my Globus song. fits the vibe too, though. <laughs> okay. But you know what? Maybe I'm just projecting because I have a terrible, terrible choice. Oh, probably oh. not. Go, no, no, go, no, 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 no. I want you to, I'm prefacing, my choice is not very good. I uh. could not pick anything. i kept trying to i think it's because i was trying to find someone who could do everything and then i started trying to find someone who could just do parts of it and then i landed on someone who could do the the secondary vocals like the that those vocals and i couldn't even find anyone that could do that as well with the vibe but i went with that i think they were a good vocal match for that part specifically Mm-hmm. So okay. I went with Eve 6. Oh, I love Eve 6. Oh, I see what you mean. It's not the vibe at all. But I think the vocals are somewhat somewhat similar if you just think about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not proud of it. I think it's a great vocal match though. Yeah. This yeah. is but like, this is a, very like hard a song that is down. so oh sets the person who got it perfect in one shot. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like six different moving pieces to this song, and I picked one of the six. And I'm just not happy with it. But I do think I did do a good job on one of you, the six. You absolutely yeah. got the part that you were looking for. I think that they are a great vocal choice for this song, for sure. Thank you. Skylar, yeah. okay. uh, let, uh, you know what? I'm sorry that I potentially downplayed your choice. Throw it at me. Okay, so I spent a lot of time on this. Hopefully it's not an M2M uh, repeat, but I think it's good. It's by a band that called Ancient Bards. Shut, you know what? Yes. So my journey into this... It's all about symphonic metal, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I found a band. It's called Ancient Bards. It is a female like main vocalist, but just see. It, uh, the song is Impetus Dystopia. Impious Dystopia. Oh. <laughs> Impious Dystopia. I think, yeah, you're right. Instrumentation-wise, it's perfect. Perfect. Like, like <laughs> instrumentation-wise, it is amazing. Yes. I do think, yeah. Uh, well, Globus is a total package uh, with some flaws like here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if if if, if Crimson Bow and Arrow is strictly instrumental and Impious Dystopia was strictly in- instrumental, um, it would be the same song, basically. Yes, I think so too. A uh, beautiful, wonderful choice. Amazing Very choice. Thank you. All yeah. around, except for PJ. Um, no, 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 you had the vocal. No, no, no. You gotta see. So it's we okay. move on now to our <laughs> outro. Lauren, tell me, who did you pick for a beautiful, cruel world? Okay, so um, this one I really focused on the vocals and um, someone who I think could do justice to this this song that is a ballad but can still, you know, has that rock and roll edge. And I think mine fits the vocal range. I went with Heart, um, specifically their song Alone. Yeah, I think Heart is a great choice, especially Alone, because you know it has that build up to that powerful mm-hmm. uh, performance. I think I think very solid choice. 
I want to go second. Oh, okay. Oh. I don't know if I feel confident closing us out, but go for it, Sky. Oh, I, it's because, listen, I was on such a journey for the OP that mm-hmm. like, I feel like I really kind of phoned it in, and I like stuck to the the genre I was looking in, so I feel like I just didn't put as much effort as I could have, you know what I mean? Sure. So I'm absolutely. just like, hmm. Um, I went with a song called Like a Willow Without Tears by a band called Metal Wings. I do see why you feel like you phoned it in in so much as like you did stick kind of in the genre of the OP while trying to find mm-hmm. a match for the ED, which is a very different genre. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's a bad choice. No, I don't think it is either. I see what led you to this choice. Um, I do I think it's like OP light, but yeah. Yeah. It's still it was good. very much like, okay, I need to find something so I could continue episode twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I went trying to find a very strong vocal match. Uh, I think I found a great vocal match. And I think I found a song of theirs that very much goes into the same trajectory. So I went with Troy by Sinead O'Connor. Literally, if you put this over the credit, I wouldn't have been been able to tell the difference. Yeah. No, I think that she's a great choice. I think her vocals would match perfectly with this this song Mm -hmm. and just the vibe too oh yeah no the vibe is definitely there how it starts slow and builds and she has the vocal range and quality to go for it so yeah Yeah. no i i i was very proud of this one (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right but that said uh phenomenal choices all around i you love to see it but what we will wait to see now is some additional clips and context because as the end of our music section as we take a quick break and we will be right back with florence closing thoughts so stay tuned All right, we're back. We had Laura watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional titans, some additional transformations. Lauren, after all of that, you've kind of seen uh, the gamut of stuff, whether it be the the continuing bleakness of the show mm-hmm. or even the surprising upbeatness of Attack on Titan Junior High. <laughs> <laughs> so but regardless cute. of all of that, the show uh, is clearly just you know, just has a lot going on. Uh, I hesitate to call it a masterpiece in the time that I'm trying to decide it, trying to get you to say what you think of it, but it is clearly considered a masterpiece. And mm-hmm. ideally you could see some of that in what you saw. Uh, and that is why it is time for me to ask the big question, which is Lauren, would you keep watching Attack on Titan? This is extremely bleak for sure. I don't want to, you know, just move past that but the characters are very compelling the world is very compelling even though it is super super dark and um you know everyone loves a good underdog story so i will pause it i will probably have to watch this slowly because it's so intense kind of like a death note situation but yes i will continue to watch attack on titan you absolutely love to see it i will ask uh based on the context do you now understand and do you agree with the statement i made earlier that i i doubt you could potentially guess what happens in the rest of the season yes no i absolutely did not see any of that coming i was like (laughs) oh my god god oh my god yeah no i can see the twists and turns for sure what a surprising show and i will tell you and skylar season one's twists and turns nothing nothing compared (laughs) to what you have coming up no i mean just in episode one of season two i'm like what yeah it's it's quite the show i'm very excited that you liked it Mm -hmm. and are gonna keep watching it skylar obviously has taken it and run with it all exciting stuff Mm -hmm. tell me did you end up with a favorite character lauren i did this is the first time the context changed my answer and uh it's captain levi (laughs) it's yeah captain levi is the best yeah i kind of felt like Captain Levi was going to change your mind with the context. Yeah. Uh, That is why I also include that little, little snippet of him uh, being a neat freak. I love that because I'm I'm also a neat freak. So I get it. We love a short king. We love a short king. We love a capable king. Oh, my God. He's so smart. I just, yeah, no, everything about him. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Love it. Captain Levi is definitely also my favorite character. Woohoo. Uh, for sure. Is it yours too, Skylar? My favorite character is Karapika. No. Armin. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what? This is the second episode where you have been racist towards uh, blonde, middle-haired uh, characters. <laughs> blonde, blonde Bob characters and called them Karapika. Oh my 
God. What was the other episode? This happened recently. Was it Seven Deadly Sins? It was Seven Deadly Sins. (laughs) (laughs) Not every blonde bob is Karapika. Armin looks more like Karapika, though, than... You're not wrong. Yeah. If Karapika was super duper duper annoying. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so... Armin is a genius, a total uh, brilliant strategist. I see why you would like Armin. So, Mm -hmm. like... He is a crybaby. I was talking to my friend at work and she was like, nope, I will never like him. He's too much of a crybaby. I can't handle it. It's just too much cringe. And like, that's totally fine. And it's kind of how I feel about Aaron. I like tolerate Aaron Yeager. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel Armin brings a lot more to the table and I feel like I could, I trust him. I like seeing him like think really fast. Yeah, absolutely. I can see why that would be why. All right, but I totally get why you would pick Armin, honestly. And I think you'll be happy with Armin's progression throughout the show. Ooh. Uh, His uh, his time jump glow up. Time jump glow up. But all of that said, you know, we have a quite success in the book. Your favorite character. It seems like there's only one thing left to do. Is there an AMV for that? AMV. Anime music videos. All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Mm -hmm. Give me Mm -hmm. your song and artist for Attack on Titan. I went for something that I think fits the vibe of the show. I went for Famous Last Words by My Chemical Romance. I just Mm want to watch it. All right, Lauren, you picked Famous Last Words by My Chemical Romance. And of course, there are definitely some. Uh, many people die in this show. Many people have Famous, famous Last, last words. words. I figured as uh, much. So that is three points in the book. Yay! Woo! Which Woo-hoo. you absolutely love to see. A strong, strong continuation here on Fantasy Month. Yay! So tell me, uh, those three points, they are very nice to have, but they maybe are. you'd like to have a fourth. I would, if it's possible. Mm, who knows? So Lauren, do you think it is possible that there might be an MV for Attack on Titan for Evanescence Bring Me to Life? I'm going to say there are at least five. <laughs> at least five. Dang, though, what if I, you know, honestly, even if I was to be like, well, there has to be at least five. No, the, it's a, it's dumb, the amount that exists. I bet it's Like, stupid. we get yeah. it. It's been done, guys. Come on. That's fine. Yeah, no, there's a million and a half of them. <laughs> oh, wow. A million and a half. That's some fast math. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is, uh, it is a very bleak anime, as we've discussed. Oh, yeah. Um, so, of course, there are many Evanescence Bring Me to Life AMVs, bringing us to a total of four points. A kawaii success. And the second to last episode here in Fantasy Month. And I promise, Lauren, Mm. we will make it a little less bleak next next week. Or, (laughs) hear me out, we just go back to Boji. I promise you it will be (laughs) less bleak than what you have gotten with this in Goblin Slayer. Okay. I mean that's that's a pretty low bar, but thank you. I'm a, I'm excited to end on um a little more you know lightness. <laughs> yes. All of that said, though, I'm uh, I'm glad that you went on this journey with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode again will be releasing just in time for the penultimate episode wow. of Attack on Titan, which means uh, for those of you listening, if you are a fan of AOT, then you're gearing up for that finale. Who knows? Maybe Skylar will already be there, ready to join you. <laughs> At this point, probably. <laughs> but that said, thank you, Lord, for coming on this journey with us, as gruesome as it might have been. Yeah, thank you. Good luck to all you AOT fans. I hope the finale, you know, matches the rest of the show. But with all of that said, I hope you had a good time. I hope our listeners had a good time, a fun time, a Titan time, Yay. a Titan shifter time, God. a being eaten in half because you had a side ponytail kind <laughs> of time. <laughs> God, Me. No. But until next time, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And just don't wear your hair in a side pony. It's like so easy to do. It's so easy to do. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) Skylar's literally going to get eaten. All right. Bye, everyone. Uh, Goodbye. (laughs) 